Welcome to Tech Rocks. This is Tech Rocks 69 edition. Get your speed ready. <laughs> Wait, 16. Haven't we already done 69? He likes the number. No, we have not done 69. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's 69 every week, right? Oh, we did. We haven't done 69. We've done 68. Ah, uh, okay. Um, we did 68 and a half. Version 2, or whatever. So, 66, 60, 68 plus 1. Okay, good. Yeah, we did 67B. Wait a second, we did 67B, we didn't do 67. <laughs> okay, enough about the version. <laughs> right. So, we, rele- we release more often than fucking Google Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we release that counts. Unfortunately, not. It, it, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, tonight we have uh, Tom Morris. Say hello, Tom. Hey. We have David Eastman. Good evening. And we have Ant Miller. Hi, I brought my beard. You certainly did. It's this a bit is, of shock, actually. Maybe you should have been on the other show about Bristler, right? <laughs> Bristler? What's, what's, no, I missed um, that one. It's back about Love Grubs. Leave it's, it on it's, a, it's a social network for people oh. with beards. Or, or, or from Bristol. No, Bobby Bristler. That's the thing, we can recycle jacks on this show because the overlap of people who listen to both. <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I think we should have a House of Commons House Lords. We should refer to Love Grubs as the other place. The other place. The other place, I like it. The people in the lower house. <laughs> Oi! Oh, in the other house, not the lower house. Yeah, those, those jokes are in the other place. Okay. Okay, all right. So, mm. um, tonight, let's talk about... Let's start with... Um, actually, let's start with with the prank snow. Oh, sorry. Peak snow, sorry. Prank snow prank? would be awesome. Prank, prank <laughs> snow. Hey, everyone, it's snowing. Really? I'll get my skis. No, shit. No, not that. Uh, peak snowfall. Um, okay, this is not a this is not a uh, a skiing weather thing. It's um, uh, have we are we now all out or is it still is the avalanche still building with this whole snowfall, gushy swishy, uh, high production values JavaScript overload, long form storytelling thing? Because it's it's weird. It's the everyone sort of points at the snowfall thing there. New York Times very expensive project uh, which told the story of some lovely people who sadly got killed in an avalanche but told in a very beautiful way uh, and since then uh, The Guardian did Firestorm and a lot of others have come up. Bobby Johnson actually maintains a rather nice Google spreadsheet of them that anyone can go and chuck there in it and uh, yeah I just I don't know there's there's an awful lot out there but does anyone really read them unless they think they're going to build one and is it is it a proper thing to put on a website anyway? This sort of mm-hmm. very very. I still don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so a couple of years ago now, there was a story about an avalanche, and it was told in this really quite honestly overblown, layered parallax JavaScript thing. You know when you sort of read a story in the New Yorker magazine, or, or there's like a big article in Wired. It goes over about 15 pages, and they got amazing infographics and everything. Oh, so yeah. the equivalent of that in a in a in a web page, but just whack. I mean, I think they they did write a JavaScript library to do it because there was a guy wow. in, 
they, yeah. they wrote a library to, uh, to they wrote a library for a single story in the New York Times <laughs> wow it, they ended up reusing it and they said look we're just hemorrhaging the cash into this we're doing a load of stuff we've seen what we can do with um, uh, stuff online uh, and you know this is this is how you employ a hundred people for six months doing a single story this is what it looks like in the end. it looks great it looks great but there are a few, quite a few people who are just going, no, enough. And it's moving into other sectors now as well. If you look at the last three years of it, it's always been news, but now there's museums and archives getting into it too. And it's like, oh, okay, enough, maybe? Or so, is this just on its way down? And it, 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 does, it is kind of sort of important from a sort of web standards point of view. Because this sort of stuff, it really just doesn't work when the browser quality is low and the... And, you know, you've got to be awesome. It's the sort of stuff that looks amazing in Ember and Angular and all that crap. And then your vanilla yeah. JavaScript falls out. Everything looks amazing in Ember and Angular. But then again, it's pretty much unusable for most of the world in Ember and Angular. So you talk about, so basically, are you, are you saying that Peak Snow is, is, the, is this year's, well, this, year's, this decade's, um, um, was it called uh, Shadow? Not Shadow. Remember we used to do Shadow Text, or what was it called? Drop Shadows. Drop Shadows. Shadow, that's it. I what it was called. Drop Shadows. Yeah, possibly, but it's it's more. It's actually turned into this sort of editorial thing as well. That is, that's one story. I mean, maybe it's because people don't read a lot on the internet. And the one or two things they do read, they really focus in. I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about writing on the internet at the moment. I know you're talking about word read. I mean, I, I think I've gone to this New York Times Snowfall project that you just took out as well, and it's very pretty, but I'm not reading anything. It's, it's, it's a sort of rotating helicopter map of a mountain, which looks wonderful. There's yeah. a stack of text in there. It's a written article. It really isn't. It's some beautiful I writing. I see some text. Yeah, although that's not got my attention. What's got me on attention is this rotating... Yeah. Oh, there's another one. Actually, New York Times, the other thing they did, which is probably you call a snowfall as well, was, um, you know, there's that Yosemite climbing thing that they finished climbing El Capitan like yes, about two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, the yeah. New York Times one for that, it's like an entire 3D model of the entire rock face that wow. rotates as you scroll through the story. I mean, it's, yeah, it's one of those things you go, wow, and you go... Well, that's what I'm looking at in this, not too yeah. bad, maybe, they, maybe, it's, maybe it's an addition to it, but it's also... To be yeah, yeah, it's very similar stuff. They probably reuse quite a lot of it. There's a lot yeah, of wow, so. and then there's a lot of wow, why? Yeah, yeah, I'm always aware. Yeah, so I, I, I get what you're saying. I think, yeah, for me, I'm always interested in people who, who push the, push the mold, especially when it comes to, um, yeah, because yeah, the thing about it is all, it's still web. It's still, it's, it's manipulating, you know. It, it, it's, it's basically using HTML and CSS and JavaScript to the max. And, you know, the key thing about it is I'd rather that than, you know, the, the, some of the endless shite that we used to get with um, with Flash, you know. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying... I mean, I think Flash projects... One argument is that these things are just where Flash designers have ended up. Right. Yeah, the people who... Exactly that. Yeah, it looks like... You know it isn't Flash because it says it's not, but I'm a man, it's Flash. Exactly. And it's the people who think that that sort of thing makes sense. And I don't know, I think... No, 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 I can tell you why you know it's not Flash. It's just that everyone's got Flash disabled at the moment because of the zero-day vulnerability that came out the other week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah those of us... And if you haven't got Flash disabled, 
Now's your chance. Yeah, go do it now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I, you know. So I know what you, I know what you're saying, um, but I feel my my thoughts are that um, it's not played out enough, and I actually they're doing everything in the in the right way. It's not. It it is a bit overkill, and when you start seeing it appear on. <laughs> I can just imagine the kind of BuzzFeed kind of top ten, um, you know, kind of snow, um, peak snow kind of like lineup. It's going to be insane. And I think until that point, I'm kind of like, oh, well, you know, because end of the day for me, um, personally, I just, I usually just hit it, hit, um, yeah, reading Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> reading the Insta paper, and I read up my Kindle, you know, so I don't actually see. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Um, I kind of little scroll through and go, oh, that's really interesting, and then go, okay, now I'm actually going to sit down and read it. I'll be honest, if I start seeing it on the Guardian or a lot, then then maybe I'll start to notice. That oh, weirdly, the Guardian. They, right. So the Guardian did this Firestorm thing, I think. Firestorm. Uh, there's, there's a. I'll just send the link to their Bobby Johnson's. Um, Spreadsheet because they're all listed out there. The, the Guardian one, they now though for a while they're using every Saturday for their recipes. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. so they ended up having this template pattern thing which they could reuse over and over again. And it's like, oh, fine. But I don't know. I don't know. It, it's 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 doing something kind of weird. It's it's this argument about is the web a way of sharing information and textual information, human readable information, or is it a universally distributed Turing machine? And if it's the latter, then you're getting all sorts of wacky interactivity shit, but you're making an awful lot of assumptions about it. No, 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 hold on, wait a minute, no, I think the, you, it's not one or the other, what it, you know, because in this case, you can st it's still machine readable and human readable, and it has this layer, it's... It, uh, yeah, it's made in a way where it is, it works. It's not, yeah, it's not one or the other. It could be all of them. No, actually, I think I see what Ad means. If I, if, if, if something is presented as a bunch of, well, actually, it should be information, and then you view it in the viewport at the last moment. That's the way the web works. If, if you're saying this stuff that should be neutral to the reader starts off in a form that actually can't be read by a machine, you know, I, you know that, all the, that visual presentation is meaningless to a machine, then, then we are starting to break bits of the web, because you can't analyse or parse that information which is not mainly text. But, okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that, yeah, you're right. I mean, you, is it broken? Um, well, it could be, it might not be. These things still work as very pretty picture galleries if, uh, if, if they're crap for that machine readability. But the other issue is, I don't know, it's just it's a hell of a lot of money to throw a design challenge, which really isn't solving a problem. Yeah, but I mean, you're being uh, naive there. I'm assuming they had advertisers worked out before they even started. Yes. Well, the amazing, actually, looking at the 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 article, I don't I don't actually have AdBlock installed in the browser I'm reading it in. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any advertising in it at all. It's uh, the thing is, is there's not an advertising piece. It's a you know, it's the same reason that. TV channels will have a really, you know, fancy, iconic show, and it's to mm -hmm. it's to garner attention. That's what concerns me about it. It's not so much the, uh, it's not so much the whether it breaks the web or not. You know, I've been looking at the view source on the Snowfall article. You know, the text's all there. You know, mm -hmm. 
I'm sure it will work just fine in an old browser with JavaScript turned off. It won't be fancy and pretty, but they seem to have done that right. But, but that's, did, that's just that's just a, that's just a convinced developers that they need to fucking do progressive enhancement like they should be doing. Yep. Um, okay, yeah, I agree with that. And and the problem there is that you've got too many fucking hipster dev bullshits <laughs> libraries. You know, like oh, you know, here's <laughs> Angular dot fucking bullshit. <laughs> which you can't do that in because it, you know. I don't, I don't think that is a valid library. I, uh, that is I think it's React.org, but it's not Angular.org. He's forked it, that's fine. Yeah, no, I forked it and it's written in CoffeeScript now. Oh, okay. Well, that should be out there, for sure. Uh, but, um, no, no, so, like, if we, if that will, yeah, I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading the Snowfall article in Lynx right now. It works great. Yeah, well, yeah, Snowfall should do because that's that's I say. So there's a weird thing happen. So New York Times do Snowfall, Washington Post do. God, what do they do? I've got a, I've got like half of them open here. It's ridiculous. I shouldn't do this. It's stupid. Um, uh, Washington Post did something on the dangers of um, so, um, going down the the, the Potomac River. Uh, Rolling Stone did something on Greenland ice caps melting. Um, God, what was it? Essentially, what's happening is a big story that gets is worth reading and is worth sharing mm. now almost doesn't count and doesn't doesn't jump off the page unless someone's it's someone's only, got stacks of parallax all over the thing. It's only the same. It's only the modern version of newspapers having a color supplement with, you know, Fantastic photography and fantastic yeah, design. The modern version of masturbating, really, isn't it? I well, know. there's nothing oh, wrong. There's nothing wrong with good photography and good design. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, well uh, yes, there is. If you're trying to just tell a simple story that you've added. Yeah, but look, look at that snowfall story. It's not a simple story. It's a big, complex story. And some canvases, you know, some stories need big canvases. And on the web, big canvases is flashy shit. They're all over the place. Grant Lang's, Grant Lang's got them. The the American sports on. Mm. I mean, there's an argument, and some people said it, that I wonder is this. Ooh. I mean, I wonder. It's so, actually quite a stripped out. Very, very. Ooh. When you look at I wonder next to all these others, it actually looks kind of retro in a weird way. Um, mm -hmm. so the problem I have is that it, it's more. It's not really a tech problem. It's just that it reflects the changing, you know, style of journalism, which is that people want to read big feature, amazing stuff that will, you know, blow them away like a, you know, TED talk on crack or whatever. <laughs> Careful what you say. That sounds, that sounds like journalism, <laughs> so that sounds a bit ridiculous, it? No, but people want to read something that's mind-blowing and, and big. But then, the, the but that should is, be good writing. That should be good yeah. writing. That shouldn't be. <laughs> but it's only the same as no. But sorry, I'm going to stand up for good photography and good typography. I'm with you, Tom. I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with all that. No, my, my, my my problem is, is that newspapers are willing to chuck loads and loads of money into these big fancy things, which basically mm -hmm. are there to get critical acclaim. Yep. So people can go. It's, it gets shared all over Twitter, and everyone goes, "Oh my god, this is amazing." But then, at the same time, fact checkers. You know, at the same time, at the actual day-to-day, -day, you know, boring old stuff of journalism. You know, the number is just has just been lost and has been replaced with 
instead of waiting to publish and waiting for comment and then publishing, it's we publish and ten seconds before we published, we sent the person an email saying, you know, we await your comment. Mm. I think the market, has, the, the market, those two journalism are, market has changed. It has. Not those necessarily related. Funnily enough, I think most of these things, because there's a lot of investment and a lot of time mm. in it, if you, it's almost you're going to get the high-quality journalism, high-quality writing tucked away in these massively all your dancing things, and it's the long tail of the little articles, the mm. news and brief kind of stuff, which is starved of the fact-checking, the yeah, validation. It, well, not, not even that. Also, when was the last time you saw, like, the, the examples we've cited are pretty, are pretty interesting, right? We've had, I actually was looking at a list of 10 Snowfall-like projects. Mm-hmm. It's a thing in Ad Week, and it's like, you know, and it's all, like, you know, there's, it's all kind of amazing National Geographic style stories, and actually the right, Ad okay, Week. But I think it's all like, no, look, listen, we've had um, mountain disaster, there's mm -hmm. natural disasters, it's all big fucking, big canvas stuff, you know, stuff you can make movies about. Yeah. When was the last time somebody made a big fuck-off article like that, but about the NSA and GCHQ hacking your computer. Okay, That okay. was Guardian did that. Guardian okay, did the Guardian that. did that. But, right, okay, or, or okay. The, everyday, the everyday stuff which affects us. Politics right, so this is interesting. Okay, so th that's a really interesting point. But, I, I want to answer that question because I've got the list in front of me. Okay, I have to say one thing before you do say yeah. it, sorry. Um, and we do <laughs> is... I think the point of it is that, you know, if they are creating a JavaScript library and it is publicly available and they're rebuilding on it, then you can apply this to to anything and you can start to, you know, I can apply it to my blog and I can make these kind of massive, really interesting things about the, the tiniest kind of subjects. Well, whether it's interesting, Ian, is how you write it. That, that's not going to be... You can, you can, you can, you can, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. See the pause at the back of that, this this whole phenomenon. So going back to, to Tom's point, actually, some people are using this really interestingly. So, who's uh, doing this? Legalized prostitution. A year of living a year of legalized prostitution, which is see one of the German papers, Spiegel possibly. The Bangladeshi Guardian uh, garments industry, the Guardian's pulled that apart with all of these. Um, CNN's done something on uncounted re nice. It's all pictures. gone robot voice, I'm afraid. Okay, sorry. But it does seem to have a strong thread of very strong stories that are just difficult to tell. The Americans, um, their own story. Uh, yeah, it's this there. I think I think Ian's point. I know oh, this. These are real headline feature pieces. They are features. 
a, a naivety when you think you if you expect everything on the internet to look as good as these very very good ones do then you're raising a bar in the wrong way completely and you're going to it's setting a weird expectation that I didn't hear most of that, I'm afraid, so I'm just have to say, um, yeah, I don't expect everything to be like this. Uh, what I'd like is for everything to be more fact-checked. And as somebody who edits Wikipedia, I'm probably not the best person to be <laughs> fact-checking, but... Um, I, I mean, I think... What I heard from Anne, I think, you know, your, your criticism is less about the technology and more about the fact that, you know, if you want to get people to actually read it, you need to dress it up, you need to do these things, and I don't think, I think that's a bigger problem than, you know, I, I just think that we've come, the web's come across to a point where it's kind of following you know, the kind of glossy magazines and stuff like that, you know. Um, I, think, I think that just shows maturity of the web rather than... Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I agree. I'm, I'm, the fact that, you know, that, that, that people are doing this on the web is... I like it. I mean, I think it's pushing the web forward. Have you ever seen the... Like, I think that the, the really crazy one is the Sony... Um, oh, the Sony hack one, yeah? It, no, just the... It was like a Sony... Um, it, uh, what was it? Uh, Be moved. The Sony okay. one. No. And like, as you scroll down, it kind of takes you through all of the different product areas that Sony have, and it's just kind of a like a, you know, it's it, you know, it's just some advertorial, but it's yeah. kind of interesting. In as much as they've taken that kind of parallax scroll style to its kind of logical conclusion. And, mm. and it doesn't seem to be working in my uh, in my um, uh, Firefox. So yeah, I, I, I just loaded it. It's quite nice. Just a bit slow, but it's it's cool. Yeah, I um, don't understand it, but it's it's very pretty. It's extremely pretty, and and oh yeah, it's very pretty. Oh, it is. And um, okay, so here's here's the thing it's doing. This animation of hey, you know, can we just get the technology and just fly it through in a demo? I get that in R&D all the time. Hey, we want to sell this technology. Let's get a, just a 3D render of it and around. And you just look at the Sony thing and go, oh my god, someone's raised the bar so much that a lot of shit will be produced to fill this whole idiot. Yeah, but uh, even if they hadn't, a lot of shit would be produced to fill the text boxes and images. There's only so many BuzzFeed's top 50 uh, cats that look like a Harry Potter character if they were gay and were dating Hermione, or whatever, like bullshit. <laughs> right? Um, you know, that, that stuff is cheap to produce, so that's what gets produced. And the same with, you know carry on down the list, you know, images. Why, you know, why, why, why do you want to pay a photographer for actual good images when you can just fucking get cats off Reddit or whatever? Journalism, 
journalism in and of itself is going to produce a large quantity of shit. See the Daily Mail, right? Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and no, and I can't. And I'm not. That's not actually being mean to the Daily Mail. And, and uh, they they commission more photography than any other newspaper. Um, okay, a lot of it is of celebrities' thighs, but you know. The end, the end of the Sony thing is a strange golden guinea pig. Yeah. That's just weird. That's just weirder yeah. than the whole thing. Yeah. Why is it? Why is that guinea pig? I have no idea. Okay, should we should we should we move on? Sorry, because I'm yeah, we've sort of I'm not really concluded much from this, but no, I I think so. I think I think in conclusion, I I do understand where where um Ant's coming from, and it, it makes a a good point, but I think his point is more well, I, yeah, Ant will probably disagree that your point is more about actually yeah the 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 level of of um, presentation over the actual content, but you know, I would I would be I think me and Tom would probably say that, you know that needs to be looked at, but you know this is no different than than what you see in print media or or TV or radio or any other media, you know, or advertising or you know carry on down the list, you know, cinema. Yeah, yeah. There, there's loads. I mean, there's lots of really, you know, uh, just to pick a, a, a random example. So anyone seen, um, uh, what's that, um, uh, um, that film, uh, come to me in a minute. Um, Which one? The, the film a couple of years ago um, about the guy who was going to kill himself um, because his partner died. Uh, huh? Come back to me in a minute, and it's um, the Christopher Isherwood film that uh, uh, Another Day or something like that. I can't remember what it was called. Oh. Um, yeah, we've I watched that, and it's just like a single man. That's what it was called. Yeah, we've uh, like uh, you know, it's it's a fantastic story ruined by the fact that it's been shot by a fucking fashion director who wants to get out of the coloring box. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of this. There's, there's, you know, stuff. Oh, it's got like, Colin Firth in it. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that, which is, um, you know, style over substance. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, the fact that you yeah. can do that in HTML is not that big of a deal to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's move on. Um, <laughs> so. Should we talk about um, let's, let's talk about Lightroom and what's going on with Lightroom? Oh, fun. well, Lightroom is really is really the. So for a long time, I've been an Aperture user, Apple Aperture. I really liked it. Really good piece of software. Hold on, um, wait. Are we just going to talk about Apple products? I'm going to have a cup of tea later. Uh, well. This, no, no, go ahead. Sounds a bit like um. Jeez, the yeah. whole, okay, so I've not heard anything about it. Maybe, maybe um. So so okay. Maybe, the, you might want to go for the, the thing is this this week Apple finally announced their new Photos app for the Mac. Uh, uh, on, right. Okay. Before you before you say anything more, right? I've not heard anything, but this sounds like from what you said so far, this sounds like the um the Final Cut Pro thing. Yes. When it kind of. It's, no, it's, oh. it's worse than that. 
So okay. Final Cut Pro, they made Final Cut Pro X, right? Well, Final yeah. Cut Pro X is just like a reboot of Final Cut Pro. Um, and then all the people were pissed off because it's not as good. But like the, the the plan was was that like Apple are going to make it better, da, da, da. <laughs> right? And they might happen, it might not. I don't know. But the the thing is, is that with um, Aperture, Apple were just like, eh, Adobe are eating our lunch. We're just going to not do Aperture anymore. But you know, there's going to be this photo app which is going to be like a halfway house between iPhoto. And and uh, and aperture. It's going to be a bit better, and it's going to simply it's going to unify iOS photos and you know and iPhoto because they were kind of like these separate silos, I guess. Um, and they built this new uh, thing called UX Kit. Okay. Is um, uh, a new framework for building Mac apps that's very similar to UI Kit for. Um, which is the uh, iPhone iOS uh, toolkit that you use to build apps, um, and it's kind of intended as a supplement to AppKit, which is the original like Mac development uh, framework. Um, but the new uh, Photos app is very pretty and it's very good for consumers. Okay. And everyone was kind of holding off. All right, anyone who ta takes photography relatively seriously, was sort of holding off on what to do, whether to get Lightroom or something else like Capture One or there's a there's an open source version of Lightroom now, um, or a sort of open source alternative now called um, Darkroom <laughs> which okay. looks pretty good but it's not nearly, it's a long way I away. think I've heard of that, I feel, I feel I tried to I think I was going to install it, but I decided actually I don't need it that much. But the thing is, is like I really want something to do raw files, high quality, like raw processing. Okay. All that stuff, which Aperture was pretty good at. Lightroom is a lot better, but it's Adobe and fuck Adobe. Um, uh, you know, it's it's when your computer, you know, you have to get into all the creative cloud shit and. Oh, it's just a mess, and and you know, it's annoying because although Aperture wasn't used by a lot of professional photographers, it did at least mean that there was an alternative in the market to Adobe. Right. And that's now gone. Right. Aperture is basically dead. It has been for a year or so now. Uh, they still continue to sell copies of it, but you know, it's going end of life in the next couple of months. And I really like it as a piece of software. And it's uh, the whole process of having to transition away from it has been a major, uh, a major pain for like the workflow of how I do photography. Um, and Lightroom, I think, is 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 good in lots of ways, but it's you know there's lots of stuff where it's actually not as good. Um, and I'm just pissed off that like I'm now having to give money to Adobe, despite them being. Bastards. Um, sorry. I think, uh, I think you're just complaining about Adobe, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm grum oh, this is what I'm currently grumpy about. I'm grumpy oh, about right, Adobe. Right, sorry. Sorry. Um, right. I'm, I'm grumpy that I'm having to pay for Creative Cloud and use software that isn't as good because Apple have decided to leave the pro market. Okay, okay I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And, and I'm going to say something that you're, gonna, you're gonna, all going to hate, right? Yeah. The, 
Yeah, I can hear it in your voice already. I yeah, so I I switched over to to Ubuntu and I switched to using completely open source apps a long time ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And stuff like Inkscape doesn't have the shine that Illustrator has or mm. all these other things. However, um, over time it became easier because mm. I just got used to 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 using it. And I think the problem is you're having right now is that you've just switched. You're trying to switch. Mm. You should make a leap to something open rather than because yeah, reason... you're paying Adobe for like. And then what happens when Adobe decides to do something crazy as well? You're going to be screwed. Yeah, but the thing you know, is, you know what's the... going to happen. Yeah, no, I know, but the thing is, is I, I can't find. Um, I know, I... but I need some more crack, man. I need some more crack. <laughs> I, so, Darkroom is okay. Yeah. Um, so, to contribute to it. Yeah, I could. That's a, yeah, and there's there's a couple of other not open source but more independent um, okay. apps like Capture One, um, things like that. But like the thing is, is that I don't want to cut the ties, man. Cut the ties. I'd don't like to. Turkey. Cold turkey, man. Uh, I can't do it because. You I can't do it. I still, on, I still need to actually do shit. Ah, <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah, yeah. Well, what is it that you're actually doing? Are you sort of drawing the starches on the faces, or what, what no, are you doing? Workflow. <laughs> it's just like standard photography workflow. Like getting pictures off a card, processing them, making them look good. You know. You can do that in man. There's so many things I can do that with. You know. Like. Um. I, don't, I can look right... So there's a really good site, yeah? That you if might your have... answer is GIMP, go fuck yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, See, I, GIMP's good. quite good. I, I, Sorry, I, dark, dark Table is the program I was referring to, not Dark, okay. but dark Table. So, okay, I'm gonna look it's right pretty now. good, but it's not as good as a dope. It's not as good as yeah, But That's the thing, right? You need to, you need to live with those, because it will get better, okay? Yeah. And if you... Basically, the, the cost of switching... Uh, now and just kind of dealing with these the things that you're like oh this could be better and and not you know later on kind of going alright I'm used to this this workflow and I have to do it this way oh man I'm telling you just get just get rid of it now hmm but I still need to actually produce images right okay so I know yeah that I can <laughs> okay I've not used I'd be fair I don't do it with raw right but yeah. Well, um, I do I know. because it gives me like three or four extra stops of latitude in terms of taking photos. Right, okay. It gives me like you know, you know, crazy levels of of um. Yeah, but you can you get that. Latitude. Uh, what's right? What's that? Thing? No, 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 no. Here's the thing, right? The right. problem is, is that it's it's a it's a whole cabal arrangement between the camera manufacturers and the software, right? So you've got you've got. Break it. I still need to actually get shit done. Um, you know the um, the open source. You know the, there's basically the um, the image process, like the raw processing libraries, are kind of part of the secret source that gets sold to you by um, by both the camera manufacturers and the uh, software. Right. There's so Apple, okay. Apple has Apple has Apple Camera Raw. 
Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Apple, uh, Apple Camera Raw Surfaces or whatever it's called. And Adobe has Adobe Camera Raw. Uh, both of those have special... Like, every time a new camera sensor comes out, there's a whole yeah. load of special source okay, that I goes that. into those. So, which, like, the only, peop- the only way you're going to know how the sensor works is yeah. if you sign a, a confidentiality blah blah agreement with the camera manufacturer so you can talk to the engineers who built the sensors and who built the image processing libraries in the yeah, camera. Yeah, I get, I get that. So I the get only that. way you're going to get good, like you go out and spend like a grand on a camera and the only way you're going to get good images out of it is if you use the proprietary stuff. I get and, that, I get, I do get and that. I, I can't get, give up image quality for like open source hippie idealism much as I, I want to. Hippie idealism? What? Windows Paint is quite good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I do hear what you're saying. I don't Some pretty good apps for this sort of stuff, I yeah, think. There's, there's Digicam, there's Raw Therapy, there's Escort, yeah. there's Coral, Aftershock Pro. I mean, there's, 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 there's other ones to at least try. I know what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying. I'm, not, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to routinely give Darktable a try, right? Okay. And, and, and see, like, if it's any good. And tr- I'm going to try, because, like, I don't want to spend the next, like, 20 years giving Adobe money. Yeah, and can I yeah. say, when, when, when you come back and say, actually, Darktable was amazing, yeah, or it needed a, a few revisions and now it's great, I want you to come back on the show and say, Ian, so I was right. wrong. I was wrong, and Ian Forrest was... <laughs> No, and like no, and I, you know, if if what it means is that I have to start contributing to Lightroom, sorry, to Darktable, yeah, I'm okay with that. And you know, I'll try and find, I'll try and find the time to like, you know, report bugs and stuff like that, because like that's that's, that's what I want eventually. But the thing which pisses me off more generally is like, you know, we haven't open source. We have built like, if you're a developer, like a software developer. Great, open source is fantastic now. You know, you can get Linux box. You can get, you know, your choice of thirty-year-old editors. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I say that as a Mac user. You know, I like open, like I, you know, I'm, I'm not knocking thirty-year-old editors. Um, you know, you can get, you know, compilers up the wazoo, development yeah. environments. That's all great. But if you're doing creative stuff, if you're doing photography, if you're doing music. You're doing, yeah. you know, all the stuff which basically Adobe makes software for. Mm-hmm. Open source is still a long fucking way about. I, so I, I, I disagree. I think it's gone. It's, it's come a long way. Right. It's come a long way, but it's still a long way from being. No, 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 no. You, I it's, it's still a long way from being useful for professional users. No, no, no. Absolutely. Are you going to sit down? Are you going to sit down with your? Uh, you know your um your your designers like your print designers or your photographers or your you know sound designers and say hey Linux is for you embrace the way of the storm no 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 what what I'm gonna say right is I'm gonna say that there are many people who who have, who were, were using the tools that they can afford and at a time mm. that was Linux and stuff like Inkscape and um, yep. You know, uh, blend, look at Blender, right? Blender is basically became yep. the standard for doing 3D prints. Uh, yeah, 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 but no. 3D, but no, I don't, I don't no, say no. it's, 
You can oh. smell Blender when someone's using it in an animation. It looks fucking awful. No, 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 no. Okay, but if, for animation, <laughs> for animation, I understand, right? But yeah, the point is, is that yeah, there was the tools that people could get their hands on, right? And they didn't want to kind of, they didn't want to go down the whole route of like trying to use crap software to get around there. So they they used stuff that was out there, and they've broken into the into the mainstream. Yeah, three D printing been mainstream. Oh, it's getting more mainstream than you think. Trust me. Uh, There's schools with like three D printers. You know, they use it. What software are they using? Some somebody was telling me today that you know the um the Super Bowl. You know the Katy Perry, yeah, like, uh, uh, shark. You know, yeah, the shark thing. You yeah. know the shark costume. You could download the fucking three D printer uh, image of that and print you your do, own shark. You could do until Katy Perry sued them. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. Put a fucking copyright bio uh, complaint in. That's a whole different. That's a whole different discussion. <laughs> that's a whole different discussion. I mean, like, you know, I mean. Uh, but I'm no, I just thought that was interesting. Okay, it is it interesting. It is interesting, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna once again come back to the point that um, there are this. So for example, I've seen stuff like there's a, there's actually a piece of software which I can't remember the name of, uh, which is a video editing software, um, and it's available on Linux. I'm trying to search for it right now, but I haven't got it on my, I haven't got it stored on my machine, um, and it's a professional tool, and it's. It's up there with like Smoke and Inferno and all those kind of post-production tools. You know, it even looks like one. It's not like I mean, it's probably way up there. But um, and it's only it only got used by professionals. And then now they kind of create an open source version because they realise that you know there's no way they're going to be able to compete with this market which which Apple and Adobe are trying to go for. You know. Hmm. No, I'm look. I'm looking into Dark Table. I'm gonna give it a try. Good. Um, right. Next subject. Yeah. I'm, I'm angry today. Arr! I can't believe you guys are like <laughs> turning your. Well, what, what's the next subject? Uh, uh, web apps. Ah! <laughs> 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 right. Web apps, man. Um. Okay. So, I I saw um. Uh, what's it called? Android app. Um, developer, the MIT thing. I just wrote a blog about it, and um, I think it's very cool. But man, I'm just like, I and I'm not gonna try and channel um, Doc Searles and David uh, Weidenberger about apps. What's What's this thing? The the app? I don't know. Um, what is this? App Creator? Yeah, App Creator. It's on my blog. Okay, I'll read that. It's basically and it allows you to create Android apps, and it was it was what uh, uh, it was what uh, Google originally made, and then they, they gave it to MIT, and MIT are now running it. Um, it's a great piece of software. It's kind of like you can you can create apps really easily. Um, people do all the time, um, and there's a question about okay quality and all that stuff. But if you want to create an app, you can create an app with this thing. Um, which is great. Um, the problem I have is that I really want this for uh, web apps. I don't want to. I, I want to be able to create an app um, that runs on a mobile device and uh, but works on a Firefox phone. Can work on. Can mainly can kind of work on 
Android a little bit, could work in my browser. I just, I'm just like, I don't understand where we've got to. What you want is WebOS. That's that. WebOS, oh, yeah. Mm. What happened yeah. to WebOS again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. I think, I mean, that would the, 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 yeah, the idea of WebOS was like, was fantastic, and I, 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 I really want that to happen, but I don't know what's happened. It just we kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna shoot myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, so, so the problem you've got here is yeah. simple, which is that, you know, which is that actually web authoring tools, are, you know, forget about web apps for a second. Web authoring tools are shit. Or non-existent, yeah. right? We had mm-hmm. Dreamweaver, right? We had Dreamweaver, oh, yeah. right? Which, which was like the last attempt to the UI, <laughs> you know. And it's still, it's you know, it's still struggling away there. So that I don't know, some but really? some people, you you well, you can you can still add Dreamweaver to your Adobe Creative Cloud subscription, but wow. you, know, uh, you know, but why you'd want to? Because you're not actually going to use the the the, the uh, visual mode. You're just going to use the text editor, and if you yeah. use the text editor, <laughs> why not just use text <laughs> mode, or Vim, or Atom. whatever? Or uh, Atom. Did you say Vim? Yeah, I said Vim. Oh, yeah, but you know, pick pick your flavor of yeah, yeah, of course, uh, of ASCII slash Unicode text uh, manipulation tool, right? Um, so you know. The whole attempt to produce good authoring tools is stalled. Yeah. You know, you know. So and then it's just become CMS systems, but it's just become WordPress as the universal panacea for everything, even though it's not very good at most things, um, or fucking Drupal or MediaWiki or some other. You know, pick your favorite flavor of gigantic PHP mess. Um, you know, but the actual authoring tools are shit, uh, which is why everyone who you know who can prefers to write in bloody Markdown or whatever. And if the authoring tools for HTML is shit, and HTML is the basis for web apps, you know. But okay, I I, I get what you said. That's why the that's why yeah. the the um the the you know there's not going to be. G, there's not going to be a Visual Basic for 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 building web apps. For no, no. So I, I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I think um, so. There seems to be like although two... although I have to say, jQuery Mobile uh, little UI mock-up thing is quite nice. Okay, I've not seen, seen that. that? No. It's it's like a drag and drop thing where you can lay out um you can lay out kind of a simple UI, and then it downloads. It gives you like you lay it all out on the page. Um, you go. Uh, where's it gone? Oh, they seem they might have rid of it. But um, <laughs> you used to go to the J the jQuery mobile site. You go there, and you could just kind of piss around, like you know, doing a kind of interface builder style layout. Uh, I think they might have got rid of it. And then you could just download it. Would download all the code you need to run it, and the HTML and CSS. And then you could just cut. Then all you've really got to do is wire the events into place. Okay, so this is the Ooh. thing, right? So this is this is the thing I think is interesting because um, you know obviously things have progressed, right? And and I noticed that um, I, I've not seen any editors that, that 
that are like that that will that for example create I know I know a manifest file is just a manifest file, right? But mm. like if I'm trying to create a web app that that is actually a web app, then the manifest the manifest file seems to be quite important. And there's no I've not seen anything that's like, okay, well create your manifest file, put in your details, then create your HTML, then do this, and this wires to that. It seems like such a, a, a no, thing. Look at look into stuff that's based on jQuery Mobile. Like there's a few Okay, um, I will. There's not open like a lot of it isn't open source, there's kind of uh, Ooh, what? Why? So, no, look at Octomobi, for instance. Okay. Octomobi is like a, a software as a service model where it's like design a website that's mobile friendly, which is basically a mobile friendly website. It's basically a fucking app, let's just be honest. What? No. No. Okay, so tell me what a web app is then. A web app? All oh, right, draw the pulling the drawbridge up behind you, saying um, this entire interface is going to be totally data driven. It's all going to be. It's all going to be. It's. It's all going to be basically one JavaScript file and a div. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I hate them. <laughs> okay, so, but but. That's not how most people refer to them, right? It, it's that's what they end up delivering. That's what they end up building. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, shipping. yeah. That's 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 the cynics, the cynics take on it. But there's no actual like non-pathological definition of a web app, right? Probably not. No. Um. Uh, anyways, but I mean, like, there are tools like that. There's things like Proto.io, and they're all like basically jQuery Mobile plus. Um, you know, uh, plus some back-end stuff which you're paying for on a... What's it going to be? Proto.io. Okay, I'm just checking it out. Um, I put out um, BigQuery Mobile. That's pretty interesting. Um, applicationcraft.com, which is a, like, build desktop and mobile web apps, whatever the fuck they are, you, and it's a jQuery mobile thing, and then it's a pay, paper month. But, like, it, it wouldn't be hard... To make like basically what those companies are providing is a back end for you, right? Yeah. But if you were to package together something like jQuery Mobile and a drag and drop tool, and I think there is an open source one, although they can't remember the name of it, and you package that together with kind of a sane-ish back end, yeah, like something which would then take your designs and somehow magically work out what you want to do with it. Whether you do that in the, like, I don't know how you're going to do that, but that's, like, you know, the sort of thing which these sites are doing too, and then you base that on, pick your favourite web backend, whether that's like Rails or Django or fucking Node bullshit. Um, <laughs> what? Django or Node bullshit. That's quite. A, that's quite a wide. Yeah. Um, channel, isn't it? All this shit. No, well, sorry, but I have to point this out. Server-side JavaScript. Server-side JavaScript is fucking Stockholm syndrome. It's programming JavaScript so much that we're going to do it on the server too. You know, the one place where we have the choice to use a good language, we're going to write it in fucking JavaScript. Why? 
to be honest, when I first heard my description of the service side, I thought it was a joke, and I, and I thought the sites I was looking at were jokes. I didn't realise it was serious. It's such a stupid thing, and now, of course, it's just normal, which is just even sadder. And that's the thing, everyone does it now. I'm like, what? What? Well, they're not even pressing it. It's like, yeah, of course, it's made on. What? Why, why do you want to do that? Why do you possibly use this unreadable piece of shit on both sides? <laughs> you want to that was at the plate? You didn't even have to look at it very much. Oh, man. Okay, all right. There's, there's, there's loads of these. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll have another look. one of those. Kodika. Like, actually, I'll send you a link. There's a yeah, whole send, system send me, on the jQuery mobile website. Okay. Like, right, um, I'm on the jQuery website. I'm, I will, the jQuery I will have a, mobile. Yeah, yeah, mobile. yeah I'm, on that, I'm on that site, yeah. I'll, I'll have a little look. To be fair, I just want something... For example, I just realised what I didn't realise. I, I noticed that some of the stuff that um, Ubuntu uh, Unity was doing with the mobile mm. thing kind of works the same as it works on the Firefox phone. I was like, oh, that means I can have notifications on if I write this piece of, write my website in this way. That's a great idea. Oh, I could do this with it. And that's kind of like, that's the way I want the uh, mobile web to work. I don't want it to be like I have to create one thing for this one. Div- you know, oh, one yeah, no, one screw thing. that. Yeah, it's just well, like, yeah, yeah, but then there's things like PhoneGap, right? Oh, don't you have PhoneGap. Well, Don't get me I know it's a now. horrible piece of software, but you know there's still a lot of stuff which you can't do on, you know, on both. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and I think, on Android and and you know on other platforms which you can kind of only really do natively. Yeah. So I, I, I think, was looking at it simply for one thing, which is photo upload. But then iOS six or iOS seven seemed to fix that, and and Android had already fixed it. So I don't need that anymore. I, basically, for me, is I I don't want to get to the extent of like so the stuff I'm doing. Is stuff that's very quick and easy, kind of. Or mm. Just want it to work for myself. I don't. I'm not planning to like. I mean, if you want to create an app and you want to, you know, roll it out across different devices, and then you probably should use the proprietary language that 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 device gives you because of the speed and because of all the features that it has. But if you just want to like do some, like I don't know, I would have. Uh, no, I, I disagree with you on that. Like. Okay. You're making a bet on a platform. Yeah. Like, even okay, if you yeah. Even, even if you say right, like, you know, I'm I'm talking to them at the moment, and they are like their plan is, you know, they're going to roll out a iPad solution, right? So like, yeah. you think, okay, well, just build an iOS app, but they're not. Like the solution they've come up with is, no, we'll build a web app, and then we'll do PhoneGap to make the iPad app. Right, because you're making a bet on the iOS platform. Yeah. And if in five years' time the business decides, no, actually iOS wasn't the right choice for us, all you've got to do is take that existing web app and then, like, phone gap yourself an Android app. Yeah, okay. Right? So, so, you know, so it's a couple of weeks' work for an Android specific yeah. wrapper yeah, around the web app. Is, why do you imagine that the application, the new application, will even last? Any longer than Apple's decision to do something. I, I know where you're going, but I don't agree that if some company does something and they go, well, the best way to do it is obviously target negatively. But it makes sense for them to go, no, actually, yeah, no, let's, let's get back it's... and do a web version. You know, unless you're. No, 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 but if it's internal. <laughs> if it's internal, right? You know, if it's an internal facing thing in a company for their staff where they go to decide what 
devices people are using, you know, they're making a bet on a platform if they're doing a whole, like, universal rollout out for everybody. Sure. But even there, like, the the cost of making the wrong choice is less if you if it's if the if the cost of changing platform is a lot easier and the web may be the way that that you know you're not going to get the best experience. Well, if you're talking about but you get a usable experience. You're never going to get the best experience. Okay. Talking about PC, we're still using Windows everywhere, including sort of horrible old Microsoft licenses. So they can do it forever. They just pay money. <laughs> that whole point. They so what? What's what to Tom though? Is that Tom? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this back at you, right? <laughs> this is this is pretty much the reverse of what you said earlier. <laughs> yeah, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. Okay, go In on. this case, I'm the developer, not the user, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh man. Okay, next subject. No, 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 no. no. There's, 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 there's a, a more serious point to that, which is that something like Photoshop or Lightroom is a very complicated piece of software. Some like internal company, you know, management system may not necessarily be as complicated as that. I mean, it be it'll have a domain level of complexity because it's in banking or in Marketing or whatever it may be, but it's banking not necessarily comes up a lot. This, this does actually come up an awful lot in banking. This idea of just mm. it's like raise the drawbridge, guys. We know what platform we're on. Just build to that and just mm. overload it with the richest source you possibly can. And then you know, two three years down the road, it's like yeah, well, we're just going to keep migrating the software along and we'll do. You, if you consider your entire technology stack as one homogenous block that you can migrate all together and move all together, you're going to get screwed. The web, HTML, is, is a great liberator from these yeah. time Yeah, well, but also, the, the other thing you, you can point out to them is that not everyone is on the same technology stack. You know, you point out to them, look, you've got people in different Bogota. offices. Yeah, you've yeah. got, you got um, different offices, different countries... Uh, different contexts. Uh, how about having a simple baseline experience of the web? And yeah, and I think those constraints actually. The same, same people I know in management seem to be doing this. I think, and I, I disagree with the point about the best experience. I think the best experience is the simplest experience, which does what the user wants quickest, with least pain in the ass. And to be honest, just throwing more tech at a situation rarely delivers that. Working with a pad no. down works on the simplest interface, makes the least assumptions about what you can do locally. That gets you the best experience nine well, times out of ten. The other thing is that the people don't seem to think that there's any actual cost for native apps. Like, you know, there is, which is you have increased security issues. You know, uh, the the amount, you know, the fact that basically now if you have an Android phone, you have to install a virus checker. You know, you're giving people permissions to a whole lot more personal data. That's a concern. You know, the web model is, you know, you kind of roughly know what the security model of the web is if you've been using it for long enough, whereas what's the security model of the apps you're using? Are they transmitting data when they're not in use? Yes. <laughs> you know, there's like a whole bunch of stuff where, you know, the assumption that it's just like the native app is just 
the 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 web experience, but better. Okay, how about the cost of having to download new binaries when you've decided, like, you know, I I was on my phone the other day and I was looking and said, oh, you know, there's a new update to Facebook, so you need to download a new version of the Facebook app, 66 megs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I'm I'm on Wi-Fi, I don't give a shit, fine, whatever, okay, update all, but that's an actual the deployment of you know, a new version of the Facebook app is something, you know, or pick your app there, right? Every single app introduces a level of maintenance and distribution cost and support mm. cost. What happens if somebody's running the old version and they haven't got auto-update turned on and they, call, and they hear that they've got sexy new feature and they haven't because they haven't updated the fucking app? You don't have that problem on the web. Okay, no, you have no. Well, you have manifest files, but you know whatever. Like you know, there are there are differences. It's not like one is just platform. You know, like Android or iOS is just the web, but better. Oh, it's okay. different. And that rant wasn't even brought to you with the assistance of alcohol, amazingly. <laughs> Uh, but it was yesterday. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't got any time for for CVs. Ah, uh, fuck CVs. Draw a discreet veil over the whole CV okay. debacle. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it alone for now. Um, okay. Well, I think we kind of we're at the end of the show, so. Is there anything else anyone else wanted to say before we, before we call this to a close? No, no, it's, uh, just, it's been delightful catching up with everyone again. I hope we do this again sometime yeah. soon. Cool, okay. Well, well, really lovely. So I'll say uh, goodbye to uh, Mr. Miller, Ant Miller. Goodbye, Ian. It's been lovely to catch up again. Hope we can see you again soon. Yes, hopefully I'll see you soon. Um, to, to Tom Morris. Hey, bye. You don't say go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a jolly mood, but if you want oh, me wow. to go fuck yourself, I'm happy to. <laughs> you just did. And um, David, David Eastwood. Uh, and good evening. I will not do any of anything. I know we didn't talk about um, uh, Aaron Swartz, but we can, we can definitely oh, talk about it. Oh, we can move these toys. Being semi-regular makes it easier because you just see. Okay. Like, like the next sprint, just move it on. Hopefully next time we'll get your microphone sorted out as well. It's a bit muffly. <laughs> okay. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.